Hello, this is Ed Robinson, and welcome back to another episode of the Deep End with Ed podcast. The Deep End. The Deep End. The Deep End. With Ed Robinson. The aim of this weekly podcast is to inspire you to go into the deep end by talking about real challenges and providing practical tips and inspiration from me or my guests. As a reminder, during season four in our wellness series, I wanted to present several episodes that focus on difficult emotions. Today's difficult emotion is anxiety. However, before diving into this emotion, I'd like to give you a lifeguard tower moment. That is something you can do for others. What I would like for you to do this week is check in with your children and young people in your family, in your community, in your school, at your house of worship, just to see how they're coping with so much tragedy in the world, especially what happened with the shooting in Uvalde, uh, Texas. And then when you check in with them, actively listen to them without judgment and offer them a ray of hope because our, our children are hurting and they really need to know that someone is there for them. Now, while there may be a wide range of emotions, I want to focus on what I'm calling the big five difficult emotions. They are fear. We talked about that on episode one. Anger. We talked about that on episode two. Anxiety, which we'll talk about today. Sadness and shame, all of which is something that I've experienced in my life. With Ed Robinson. Again, as I said on this episode, we're going to focus on anxiety. You know, several years ago, I was sitting in a room and then all of a sudden my breathing became very rapid and it was really difficult for me to catch my breath and to get any air. And I got to tell you, it was kind of scary because at that moment, I didn't know what, what was happening. However, I learned that I was experiencing an anxiety attack and really wouldn't want to would wish that on anyone. You see, I was so worked up about a future situation that I didn't properly manage my present one. And things got out of control for me for about 10, 15 minutes or so. And you know, with the recent shooting of 19 precious kids and two terrific teachers in Uvalde, Texas, I got to tell you, I was greatly outdone. I was strongly overwhelmed. I was... Uh, discouraged. I was just a little bit saddened about this very horrific event. And maybe you too were saddened and troubled or even a bit anxious. Uh, Maybe you may be in a situation where you're anxious about, you know, your next job or no job. You may be anxious about a family situation. You might be anxious about your ministry. You might be anxious about your health or whatever it may be, your finances. And if so, I just want you to know that you're not alone. You know, in some respects, anxiety is not bad because what it does, it forces us to take inventory of our actions and life's dealings. However, it becomes a problem uh, when anxiety overwhelms us and it stops us in our tracks. In my research for this uh, particular episode, I was reading some information and many of the mental health professionals, they liken our minds to like a pool of water. They use it as a metaphor, a pool of water as a metaphor for our lives. And they say that with uh, anxious restlessness being the whipped up waters that lead to uh, muddies and a lack of clear uh, seeing of the bottom. So in other words, what they're saying is that 
when anxiety gets inside of us, it's like a pool of muddy water and we tend not to see ourselves or the world accurately. You know, we react and we twist in order to manage our internal chaos and thusly it hinders our ability to chill and to see uh, clearly. You know, um, when this happens, uh, if one is dealing with anxiety, and I know that there are those on the other side of this mic who may have been dealing with it, and you know that it really does, it prevents you from focusing and it impacts your daily uh, productivity. And eventually our brains, they increase with the stress hormone of cortisol and they try to, you know, stave off the threat and often we find ourselves feeling a little bit depleted and drained. Even that example that I was telling you earlier what happened to me, I felt a little bit drained, uh, you know, lost a lot of energy, so to speak. And research is very clear about how destructive anxious uh, thinking can be. Um, Professional mental health uh, experts, they call it rumination or the repetitive and passing thinking about negative emotions uh, has shown to predict the chronic nature of depressive disorders as well as uh, anxiety symptoms. So translated, we all have that inner critic or the voice that is constantly feeding us negative thoughts. So for instance, you may have tried to lose weight um, a little while ago and um, now you're back at it and you want to go for it and that inner critic is saying, wait a minute, hold on, you know, you've tried to do this already and to no avail. Or you may be at a situation where, you know, you want to go back to school, get your GED, you want to go back to school, get your uh, college degree. And that little uh, inner critic voice is telling you, well, you're too old or you shouldn't do that. Or maybe conversely, you want to uh, try something new and you're at a situation where, you know, you're very young, but you're very, uh, you know, uh, industrious or you're very insightful and in the inner voice saying ah, you shouldn't do it because you're too young the point is we go through all of these things over and over and I gotta tell you you know everyone feels anxious from time to time from the Pope to the president to the preacher whoever we all have different challenges that uh, we deal with and so um, really the best way I can say it and I think mental health experts would say it also is that when you think of anxiety it's simply defined as worrying over the threats uh, that that's uh, in your future something or anticipating that something is going to happen something bad is going to happen along those lines and let me be real clear my disclaimer is to say that I am not a uh, medical doctor as a psychiatrist I am not a trained psychologist I have a master's degree in behavioral science so I like observing behavior and connecting uh, with individuals so I just want to just offer some tips that I've kind of perused uh, that I think can be helpful to anyone who might be going through uh, anxiety. So I think the first thing is to uh, call it, um, you know, calm yourself by accepting the fact that I'm dealing with some anxious thoughts right now, whatever it may be. So just 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 recognize it, recognize the fact that, you know, that I am I am dealing with something. I mean, I'm I'm accept the fact that I'm dealing with some anxious thoughts, whatever they may be. I think that's important is to give it acknowledgement. 
towards that end. I think the other thing, too, is that I'm really big into naming things, you know, whatever it may be. You could give it a name, you know, okay, uh, Angie is starting to rear her head again. Uh, Arthur is starting to rear his head, you know, so you know when it's coming up, you can do that. So, again, you know, acknowledging, giving it a name. And then also don't criticize yourself for the feelings, you know. Uh, you know, instead say this is normal, it's natural, it happens to everyone. Sometimes, you know, that inner critic that I was somewhat earlier makes it seem like you're the only one that feels that we're going going uh, through this. But no, there are other people who are going through the same thing also. I think it's important to give yourself a little grace. Don't criticize yourself for those feelings, you know. Uh, and, and, and instead of beating yourself up, just say again, you know, it's a normal, healthy response, you know, that my body is reacting to a particular circumstance. But don't, don't, don't um, be dismissive of yourself. I think it's important also to know that you can have anxiety and still function well. You know, you may be going through uh, anxious thought about, okay, anybody's going to get lay off, laid off or did I not get this job or what's going to, what is the doctor's report going to say? And yet you can still function on a regular basis. You can still show up in school. You can still show up on your sports team. You can still show up effectively in your on your job or wherever it may be. So again, you know, it happens. So again, you're not alone. I want to be very clear. If you don't get anything out of this, if you're dealing with anxiety, you are not alone. I think the other thing too is that there's a couple of tips or things that you can do to how to on how to manage or how to stop your anxiety when you're feeling you know a little anxious or you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed there are some short-term relief techniques that i want to share with you one is just do a reality check you know you may ask yourself on a scale of one to ten one being the least ten being the uh the greatest uh how likely is it that the thing that i'm anxious about will happen think about that Think about the worst things or the most difficult things you may have thought about in the past. And you just, wow, man, I know I'm going to lose my job. I know it's going to be a bad health report. I know my finances will never turn around. I know I'll never be able to get promoted on the job. Or I'll never be able to. And then it really didn't come to pass. So that's one thing. Or you may ask yourself, you know, uh, do I have a good reason to think that something will go wrong? Mm, what's the rationale of really thinking about that? Uh, also, share your anxiety with someone you trust, you know, a family member, a friend, a classmate, uh, someone in your, in your, in your uh, faith community, someone who you can talk to that you can trust and you know they won't go around and spread your, your um, information. Because I think by sharing that with individuals in confidence and being vulnerable, it allows you to you know, get things off of you. There, there's a, a saying, a friend of mine, Walter Davis, shared it with me, and, and I, I kind of stole it from him, but what gets revealed gets healed. What gets revealed gets healed, you know, when you lay things out. And then also your friends and family and others can give you uh, some perspective about really what's going on. And then, and then it's important to remind yourself uh, that you're safe. You know, sometimes when anxiety kicks in or you feel a little scared, you feel a little bit out of control or whatever, uh, clinical psychologists, they tell us that it's important to just ask yourself, is there any real danger in the front of me? Am I actually safe at home, you know? Or am I worried about something that has no threat to me right now? And usually, you know, most time we are in a safe place.
and sometimes we have to kind of, you know, uh, uh, focus on being in a safe place, even in our mental uh, faculties. I think it's also important to redirect your nervous energy. Uh, I love public speaking. I'm not the best public speaker, but I really love the art of communication and connecting with people publicly. And often, um, anyone who has seen me uh, speak, I like to walk around. I'm moving around. I can't. I don't like being stationary, so to speak. And the reason why I like moving around is because it allows me to release that nervous energy that's inside of me. You fellow Toastmasters know they tell you in Toastmasters when you get those butterflies, just help those butterflies to flow in formation. And that's the same thing that I think about as relates to anxiety. When one is feeling that way, I think it's important to just, I'm just going to take a five minute break and I'm going to walk around and I'm going to allow that anxious energy to just be released. You don't have to go anywhere far, but just kind of you know, just take take a break. I think it's also, speaking of break, take a mental break also. You know, when you think about different things that's going on, there are a host of apps, the Calm app and other apps that you can just kind of uh, reflect, meditate, do some centering, get yourself back in perspective uh, to really kind of, you know, refocus yourself. Or you might be working on a project and and you're very anxious about that, sometimes you just have to take a break. I'm just going to take a mental break. I'm going to step away from this and I'm going to get my you know, thoughts back together and then reimagine yourself, you know, going back in, finishing the task, doing well on your exam, your interview, whatever it may be, but just kind of just taking a little break, you know, even if you have to kind of, so to speak, daydream for a nanosecond or whatever, it's okay to do so. And then I think it's important to just breathe. Breathing is very important. Inhale, exhale, slowly. Do that several, which for several deep breaths. Just do it evenly, do it. It helps to, you know, physiologically to recenter yourself. And then I think it's important to find a mantra, you know, find a saying, find something that you can say to yourself. You know, it might be this will come to pass. It might be uh, I am more than enough. Um, it might be that, you know, great things are, are coming my way. Could be life is hard by the yard, but it's a cinch by the inch. So, so think about things like that. And then also it's even recommended to you know, you can put your anxiety on the schedule. You know, you may pick a 10, 15 minute window. Okay, I'm just going to let my mind ruminate. I'm going to get all of these anxious thoughts out or whatever. And then I'm going to go back. It's almost like compartmentalize. I'm going to go back and then uh, when I see it coming up again, say, no, 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 no. We're going to reschedule that till tomorrow at three o'clock. So it's just doing something different that will that will help you, you know, to do the things that you need to do. And then uh, lastly, I just say to you that if you're at a point where you know you you need treatment you need to speak to a therapist you need to speak to a psychologist you need to speak to a psychiatrist whatever no shame in the game you know be open and willing to talk to someone and get the requisite help that you need to do so so again you know just know that you know you will you you are okay that you can be okay uh, but you know you have to take uh, matters into your own hand and uh, can turn this thing around. 
So again, uh, I hope that some of these tips that we shared with you on anxiety will serve you well. Again, thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast. A special thanks to Nicole Robinson for producing and editing this podcast. Please share this podcast with others and do subscribe to our Instagram and Facebook pages at Deep End with Ed. The Deep End with Ed podcast is a Beyond the Mass conversation production. Remember, if we all join hands together, we can go twice as far. Thank you and God bless.